Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. They took my driver's license, but you still have your. How to begin to talk about well, why, what we're talking why, about today why 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 don't you just ask me about the the yeah, strange what did, occurrence Pierce, that, what did you do strange, midday today at pont city market so, in atlanta georgia so i happen to be standing in line and someone behind me answered their phone and they said hello and there was a pause and I get the sense that the person on the other end of the line said, what are you up to? And the person responds, getting mustard Skittles. Pause. Sure, there was a what? Hang on. I, and then I, We've never lived in Atlanta, so we don't understand the local slang. What, uh, what uh, sex act or uh, like sort of taboo hobby does that refer to? I mean, it just—it really just refers to like if if you are trying to dodge the feds and you're part of a RICO case involving a hip hop act. That's that's really what it is. It's just all part of the same. No, and and the response after the the, the pause on the other end of the phone was uh, this individual standing behind me saying, "I'll explain later." The thing is, is there there was no. I was standing in a line, and it was I don't know, probably twelve fifteen or so, p.m. Um, I was in a line that had been open, I guess you'd call it, since it's 11 a.m., standing outside in 90-plus degree heat at Pont City Market, which is a pretty busy area, and there was no slang or anything. I and too many other people were standing in line for mustard Skittles. And, Sean, I believe you read the press release um, for this when I shared it with you all early this morning. Uh, we're recording this on July 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for the future 2023, that's when they decided to do this. But, but Sean, do you want to educate folks, uh, the listeners, on on what, what this is? I, I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> but I feel like I probably <laughs> should. Um, this is happening because today is Monday. Saturday, August 5th, has been deemed by someone. Uh, I think I know who. National Mustard Day. Yes. Um, so it is National Mustard Day. And I told you Skittles, which is a big brand. Um, and they crossed over in some like, I-, I feel like this started with like ER and other TV shows. Or really it's that. Um, the St. Elsewhere universe where, where all these shows go off of it and it's, and then it's all in the snow globe. Um, it's not, not for here to discuss, but, um, the other brand that they partnered up with is French's the, I mean, the mustard company, if I gave you two, you know, two things, you would probably say Grey Poupon or French's just because of the brand power Mm -hmm. of these two. So these two big brands, Skittles, forever you feel about them 
um, are a huge, huge candy brand. And then French's, which is the mustard brand. And I believe French's is owned. Is French's owned by Heinz? I believe it is. I think so. Really? Um, you would think it would say on some of the materials I have here. But uh, it's this is, uh, you know, this this is the way it is. I feel like it's a it's a classic summer thing is is like you you bring people in and you get them to go stand outside for a silly thing. Um, I will say the nice part of being uh, embroiled in this this brand uh, hunt. This, this is owned put- by McCormick. Yes. Oh, okay. My my mistake for Buzz correction. Marketing. I Heinz. think they always sell them in, at Costco. You could buy the package where it comes with yeah. Heinz ketchup and French's mustard, and so they're clearly they've all, decided all that they Procter and Gamble or something. Um, yeah, that's are are they sold together or is it Heinz mustard? Because Heinz does make. Mustard. I would assume it's Heinz mustard. The thing that I will say, the thing that was nice about this, though, is for all the giveaways that you experience today, especially in this digital age and social media and everything, and they were pushing people to follow and tag on social media. I did not have to give anyone my email address or my phone number, anything. I just I just stood in line like an idiot. I wore sunscreen, thankfully, because it was very hot and brought my own (laughs) water bottle. Um, I then got to the front of the line and threw um a beanbag through a hole so that i could get a prize which is this i mean i'm really happy about the this frisbee this branded frisbee this very special frisbee um but all i had to do is make a fool out of myself they can't send me any emails which i take as a win because the emails are super annoying whereas i make a fool out of myself all the time we have a section of this podcast which is about that very thing i have no problem doing that but i was very reluctant to go hang hang on sorry before we before we go any further i think we need to make sure it doesn't go unchallenged that the guy who in our group of friends is literally infamous for continuing to subscribe to email blasts from local businesses in towns he doesn't live in anymore said emails are bad i think i think brand emails can get very annoying and sometimes you don't say they should be they sh- that yeah and i like to get emails and know that like the 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 brew shop in arlington is still around and mm-hmm. still doing well that makes that gives me some amount of joy um i don't think i get the heidelberg pastries anymore but they also might not exist anymore i don't know that makes me kind of sad to think about but i don't really need stuff from I don't need any more emails from certain brands. Nobody needs emails from French's. You already know they've got mustard. Yeah. Yeah. So this is nice. Is I got to interact with a product that I rarely interact with anymore, which is a fine product. Same same for sure. Skittles. Um, and then they didn't take any of my information. Um, but I did have the option of trying one of the mustard Skittles on camera. And I I did I did not do it just because I kind of paused and the person next to me who had answered the phone call seemed way more keen to do that. Um, I think in general, there are a lot of people there who were, uh, obviously we are here documenting this, but I was not ostentatious about it. And there were a lot of people there. There were also a lot of children, which I shared with you all. And I thought was school, public school starts tomorrow here on August 1st, which is too early. We've established that. Um, and so I think it was some like last bit of punishment to make your children stand in 90 degree heat and <laughs> then have them candy. try yeah, for mustard candy. Bad candy. Um, but I, I, 
I mean, well, I'd also like to think you realized there was only one camera that you actually wanted to try the mustard skittles on. Yeah, and that that's that's this one, which we'll we'll get to that. Like leave leave people <laughs> yes. leave people wanting. We will, I haven't tried I haven't tried them yet. And I have the Call little tiny teaser. package. Um, you say tiny packet, but it has more than one mustard skin on it, so it is arguably too large of a packet. Um, I, I, I think, I think that there's a greater point here, but I also want to note that when whenever you have something, the idea of limited edition and quick strikes and and everything else, that that is like a that is a powerful thing that brands use a lot. And I'm sure if we went on eBay or something right now, these little packets are probably selling for an amount of money that I don't really care to know because I'll just feel like an idiot once I open the package. And not that I need need money from selling a packet of mustard Skittles. But uh, I... I it, that limited edition aspect was interesting because while I was standing in line and I was still probably like, 15 20 people away from getting them they put up a sign that said no more mustard skittles so they clearly and this is the little package that you get in a halloween mm-hmm. uh bucket um the idea that they in an hour and a half of this line being open were already out of the skittles means that they were very consciously like limiting supply so that the worst thing that can happen when when you do stuff like this is that you have any leftover because you want you want that exclusivity of people posting about getting it and you left wanting and ultimately the joke is is on you because you're left wanting mustard skittles which that is ridiculous i mean it is it is that commercial with the raccoons in the trash and it's like this this smells terrible come smell it (laughs) and and you're like oh i can't believe i couldn't smell your trash well, this is also another thing, which is a phenomenon that I, I think has been happening more and more lately, which is, you know, uh, brands sort of doubling up and particularly like, you know, particularly sort of food brands that don't necessarily have a particularly good way to market themselves on their own i think like i i wrote a dumb sort of quote-unquote breaking news post a couple months ago uh about like bluebell and dr pepper had released a dr pepper float flavor ice cream um and i i think that that think, actually sounds good. I would go stand in line for that and sure. not have to talk about it because everyone would just be like, "Of course you did." But like, I think some of these, I think some of these things are just, and and that one also made more sort of logical sense because those are both uh, Texas companies. Uh, um, so they the the marketing campaign was sort of ready made. But like, I think I think this is a, an attention. It's clearly, this is an attention economy thing where mm-hmm. Frenches who have never had to market like I, I I can say you know Frenches it's mustard all I want but like I, I was born in 1992 <laughs> like there I remember <laughs> a time before the internet was truly ubiquitous in our lives do, do 
people that are 17 now, do they actually know that French's sells fucking mustard? I'm not really sure. And this is the brain poisoned way that they have come up with to try to make sure that a handful of 17 year olds in Atlanta, D.C. and New York uh, this week are aware of French's the brand. There's something to be said there about, well, I mean, when's the last time you bought a bag of candy and it wasn't for Halloween or Halloween? I think that, I don't know if this is real, but I would be curious um, if you're, if you're that age and you've kind of grown up in the last five or six years and you're not watching broadcast television right. of some sort anymore, you have very different ads and your ads are very much catered to you as opposed to if you watch football, you're, well, now it's all betting ads, so you really don't see this, but um, everybody's seeing the mustard ad or the ketchup ad, the condiment ad of some sort, the candy ad. And I know that Skittles does a lot of ads, and sometimes they're very strange, but they're strange in a way that is their own. Other than Taco Bell ads, I really don't get a lot of food-adjacent ads. So I do wonder how someone who's 16 and – I don't know, they're they're going somewhere or or they have to go buy some groceries for themselves for whatever reason. Well, I don't and, know how they choose 16 mustard. is probably not really the right age. It's like, oh, it's you know, 18, 20, whatever. Yeah. But this is and, and I don't I don't know how they make those choices. So maybe this is right. the way you get it in their head. Well, yeah. And and f in terms of form, this is also like a, a this is a marketing method that is recognizable mm -hmm. to that generation too. This is the, this is content creators doing collabs on each other's YouTube channels. Like this is that, but for grocery store brands. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got swag out of it. There was Hell a thing yeah, I had to did. go in. I had to, there's a thing I had to go and find. They were offering to take, they had lots of things that I could take my picture in front of, which <laughs> I did. And I will share afterwards. We can use as the post for this. Um, I made a, a bad choice in wearing a yellow shirt, but I don't really care. Um, uh, I, I, and there's like a hunt. There's almost a hunt involved. I mean, even Costco does this. I get these emails that say treasure hunt every week. And, and, you know, it'll be like, ah, oh, vanilla, vanilla paste or whatever, which appeals to me. But this, this is more like there are things to interact with. You can, they, well, I think when I was leaving, they said, have a tangy day. Like there's a catchphrase associated with this. And, you know, ultimately I walked, a mile and a half round trip to avoid paying for parking at that hellish place that is Pot City Market. <laughs> so, I mean, all in all, it was a great experience. And ultimately, I was part of this advertising trap. And I think it was, I think it was great. It's way better than waiting to skip through the ad for, I don't know, um, uh, IBS medication or whatever I usually get on, on YouTube. <laughs> Oh no! It's it, well, it's Crohn's. It's it's Crohn's. Mm. It's like I'm always waiting to get through that one because it's someone drives around and instead of their van having a normal seat, it's a toilet seat, which is a weird ad. But, you know, I'm <laughs> ready to skip through it as opposed to like, hey, come walk in the heat and wait on again. Being being given the opportunity to win, um, mustard skittles. A real victory there. I mean, 
It's all Max. It's, I feel like you would you would have you would have done this without thinking. Like I posed it to you all, and and you all encouraged me. I wasn't necessarily going to go do it. I was like, ah, I have stuff to do, and I really didn't. But um, I I, I feel like Max, you would have been like, yes, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't really have a good answer as to why, other than it just seems kind of quirky and fun. Um, the swag usually ends up in in the trash one way or another. Um, yeah. But it's fairly unique. I don't know. It's kind of fun. Did they have a? You said there was a mustard mobile. Is that right? Yeah, and and I'll I'll send you all a picture. But let me let me describe it here. Um, uh, so a, I a bright green Honda Fit. <laughs> so that would have been great. I would have asked if I could have it because they don't make Honda Fits anymore, which is such a stupid thing. Um, uh, so it is basically a. That doesn't mean you old, need to have one. It is an old. They don't VW. make mustard Skittles anymore, and that's why Piers <laughs> needed to have some. Yeah. It's an it's an old um, VW uh, like what what are it's they a called bus. bus yeah and it's it is just kind of got two tone with yellow on the bottom and then white on the top mm-hmm. and then they have an inflatable skillet on top or skittle sorry I'm reading I'm reading but uh, and then just some stickers that say mustard skittles and stuff it's 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 a oh, okay. fairly tasteful I was expecting a big mustard bottle um, and it was not that which made me kind of sad. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I was, I guess maybe part of me thought that there would be an even larger line and maybe people showed up later in the day and I just got there early, but it was all things considered pretty tame. I mean, 40 people were still waiting in line. At least 40 people were waiting in line for this odd confection. But, um, I don't know. I think, I think ultimately it was fun. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt anybody other than just of other than all the people who are about to chow down on candy that's flavored of vinegar turmeric and mustard seed well you say that and i will go ahead and read that we can we can we can try in a second but um the ingredients are sugar corn syrup hydrogenated palm kernel oil Mm -hmm. and then we get into the less than two percent of category of citric acid tapioca dextrin modified cornstarch natural and artificial flavors sodium citrate and then colors oh and wax and the last thing is wax so there's no there's nothing that says mustard on here at all. oh no of course not but that's uh, that's the that's the natural and artificial flavors yes well some of them are are also bio bioengineered food ingredients so but that's that's the good stuff that's uh that's how we got corn that is <laughs> the size that you can eat it um <laughs> But yeah, no, I can it, it, I can try one of these. Yeah, it's it's the moment of truth. We have to know. Well, if I can open the container, they know that you're not actually so, supposed yeah. to do this. How many are in there? Five. Okay. Oh, so are you I'm gonna mail the... individual mustard skittles to each of us? I don't think so, because it looks like they did kind of melt a bit. <laughs> um, or are they like sour skittles? I'm I'm looking. Is there a no, dusting uh, on the outside? No, no. I think it just they kind of straight mustard powder. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. No, they just kind of look weird. Spicy. So I think I will say upon opening the package, I definitely get a a whiff of of vinegariness, um, and I think I'm gonna have to eat three because three came into the package when I opened it. Um, so here's the first one. So it just it just looks like a yellow M M&M. M. Not a yellow, not a lemon skittle. 
Skittle, yeah. The anticipation is killing me. I've been waiting for we know we need six a, we need a hours video for this. pod for this. Um, oh, Pierce it's... doesn't look thrilled. So here's the problem. Either that or it he's not or he's angry he's had to live his whole life to this point without them. I only have six left. <laughs> so the problem is it does not really taste like mustard. Oh, you don't say. It is sweet. But but here's the thing is like mustard is a very certain flavor and mm-hmm. like mustard seed. And I, I can try this next to some other things. Um, You know how horseradish has that kind of there's flavor with the bite. There's the horseradish yes. flavor. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this, I'm, I'm getting a lot of that, that horseradish flavor, which I really enjoy. So I don't dislike it. If anything, the sweetness, which is not overpowering, but is there, it's a weird combination. Um, but it's not really mustard. And I will have another one. Get closer to the mic. This is not good ASMR. <laughs> I'm trying to lean back because I find that <laughs> reprehensible. Um, I'm glad, Max, that it's not a mustard M&M because that would be gross. Um, grosser. Because that would be too... Because um, the nice thing about mustard is it's 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 such a sharp, zingy flavor. Mm-hmm. It's not well-rounded. Um, and yeah, as someone who likes mustard and tries to keep a few different mustards around all the time, because different few- mustards... Mm-hmm. I think we've talked on the pod. I think at one point in your refrigerator, you had nine mustards. I probably had That's at least that many. Too I know. many mustards. At least I, that many. I probably had around five. I know Prince is famous for ha- for being a real mustard person, but they do, you know, a Dijon and having also texture, you know, having something smooth, having sure. something textured. I think five is reasonable. Now. Nine is too many. Yeah, I don't think I had nine. Um, at least not on not on purpose. But I could probably name five that is good. That are good to have in your fridge. This is not. This is not what French's mustard tastes tastes like. Sure, this is very. It's very horseradishy, um, which is a good flavor, but is not what I was expecting. That's um, so weird because I I don't think there's horseradish anywhere near French's mustard. No, there's not, and that's why I'm saying it doesn't really taste like French's yeah. mustard. If if French's mustard had a horseradish version, that could be kind of cool, but. Horseradish it's mustard is good. Mm-hmm. So it's it might be that it's just like very like mustard extract, which probably exists out there. Sure. And that might be a little bit closer and just like all tang, especially with the citric acid going on. Um, I definitely encourage people to go find these if they can. Um, you know, don't don't risk heat exhaustion. But, it, you know, I'm not sad about trying them. I have to share them with, with others in my household because um, that's what one does. There, there is a, a relevant question here because there's another there's another hurdle that you didn't have to climb in order to get mustard Skittles. Are, are you telling people that they should spend money on mustard Skittles? Because I don't think mm. that's... Uh, I don't think that is acceptable advice to give people in 2023. <laughs> I don't know under what circumstances you would run into them, but buying mustard Skittles at a gas station, which I don't know that that will ever happen, <laughs> is conceivably 
less expensive than than the cost of the mile and a half I walked um, and in everything else because that was not a trip I was already taking whereas mm-hmm. most people end up at the gas station at some, sure. at some point so even if that's five dollars which I know it's not um, it will be less costly than what I did today all right fair even enough. though mine were quote unquote free for a very small package mm-hmm. um, and that was not offset by the <clears throat> frisbee <laughs> seems as though on on the mccormick website you can fill in a form and they will they will mail you mustard skittles jesus okay yeah they but you they... have to give them your email address ah and your address. there it is that's the full circle uh, moment that we needed yeah well they need your name you, email you both, and street address you both live with other people there's your answer <laughs> then they're, it's not in your you <laughs> voice this off onto others <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> who who um, we at least in theory would like to continue to be in the good graces of i don't think so buster um all right yeah so <laughs> yeah because you would get you would get emails from skittles and french's oh. and probably mccormick and whoever owns skittles. oh horrible yeah all right pass well if you're in washington dc on august 2nd you can get your mustard mustard skittles there <laughs> aka or in new york city days, on august 5th many days before this comes out <laughs> if you were in those cities on those days you could oh, have gotten do, them <clears throat> they do have a tagline associated with it along with the of course they do um it's tang the rainbow i don't want to live in this world anymore normal. i'm done I mean, this is I'm, this I'm is finished. this is, yeah. the The comment on late stage capitalism is here is that there are things very old now of like the Pepsi challenge, and there there was some like there was some I think some psychology to that, and like you know the way people taste test things and made people think about a better way to do that. This this is just gamifying ads, which mm-hmm. is which is nuts. <laughs> turning it into a hunt the the most dangerous game is standing in line in uh heat advisory heat to get a tangy confection yeah and not the good kind don't risk your health for this please just get sour skittles if they still make those like if you want to go if you want to go that route i think that that's yeah that's probably better all right uh we have been thoroughly enlightened and i i thank you for that uh but we also need an apology because it's time for Pierce's sorry. Well, let me send you this photo, which is not I'm not going to apologize for. But um, this is this is for something that you should you should actually look to eat. And um, you should always <clears throat> also be careful with when you're preparing it. So um, I have made tofu in a wok a lot now. Um, and one thing that's important when you use a wok, which is something that you get really hot is that um, if you add anything into it, you should be mindful of the water content because really hot plus oil and something will jump out of the pan and it won't be the water um, because that'll just steam off. It will be the oil. So I was, I don't know, probably making a lunch while on a phone call uh, a couple weeks ago and I added tofu into a wok 
And another thing that is key is one, it needs to be well drained. And also just anytime you put something in a walk, it's, it's actually better to be very close to it because then you don't have the force and the, the velocity of something going in and then, you mm-hmm. know, equal opposite type reaction or something slide akin to out the other side. slide out oh, to the other God. side. Yeah. That there's your science take. Um, well, I did incorrectly and fortunately for the first time, um, I got a pretty, pretty wicked, uh, uh, oil burn on my, on my leg. It, it'll, it'll heal. But like all of a sudden, like a day later, I had like basically a, a finger sized burn on, on my shin. And I was like, yeah, that was stupid. So, um, highly encourage people to use walk, highly encourage people to, uh, cook more with tofu because it's a really cool ingredient. Um, but with anything else, uh, even if even if you think you've learned, um, be careful. I mean, I watch Kinji videos all the time, and he touches everything with a towel because you never know when it's going to be hot. And in this case, mm-hmm. maybe you didn't actually drain that as well as you thought. So um, be careful. Be careful with uh, the wok and the tofu in the kitchen, or you're going to get burned. That's pretty gnarly. There is a uh, a kitchen gadget that I I like, but I never know when to use it. Uh, it I don't baller? know what they're called. It looks kind of like a like a pan, mm-hmm. so it's got a handle and then it's got a big circle, but it's sort of just like three layers of mesh. Oh, yeah. And so the... you put it over. You kind of it stops the sputtering oil from from getting on you. So you kind of yeah. put it over anything you're frying, and it's splatter sort of still, screen. Yeah, splatter screen. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend. I actually made dumplings last night, fried dumplings, and they they were frozen, so they were. I was making them from frozen, so there was going to be the the ice on them that was going to mix with the oil and that's gonna splatter yeah um so with the screen it's just like yeah and it kind of catches most of it so yeah i don't know if that would work with a walk though you'd need a big one well and, and the also walk you is move, moving so yeah, you're moving it yeah but just just be careful this is this is the nature of the kitchen you're working yeah. with things that are hot and things that are sharp so that was a self-apology for for getting yourself burned Uh, um i did also have to explain why i had a burn and that's it i mean it is kind of embarrassing to be like i was being unsafe and i knew better um and no one likes having to worry about you when you're at home by yourself (laughs) when you're trying to cook lunch that's embarrassing yeah fair enough um all right uh quick big idea two two little little mini ones um one, I am currently reading Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, trying oh. to barrel through it before the movie comes out, uh, and it is a gripping read. I would recommend to anyone who is interested in history uh, or just enjoys zippy narrative nonfiction, because it is it reads very quickly. Um, and then also, I, I know... I, we talked recently about the uh, the juvenile Tiny Desk concert. Uh, there was another delightful one that uh, was released very recently, uh, and that would be Gore. Gore did a Tiny Hell Desk yeah. concert, and it was awesome. Cannot recommend highly enough. It's just it's playful and silly and fun, and it reminded me that I need to listen to more Gore. Um, all right, Max, do you have a trivia question for us? I do. So, uh, I don't know about you all, but I've been watching a bit of 
an event that doesn't happen every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Happens actually every four years is the Women's World Cup. Uh, The U.S. likes to get into the Women's World Cup because the U.S. women's team are pretty good at football or soccer, right? So the Women's World Mm -hmm. Cup has been going on since 1991. Mm -hmm. So there have been, this is, we are now in the ninth Women's World Cup. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you all have been watching at all. There's been some, you know, records broken, things like that. It's, It's fascinating to watch. But like I said, the women, the U.S. women have been fairly dominant in the Women's World Cup since 1991. Of the eight completed World Cups, the U.S. has won four of them. Three other countries have won the U.S. Women's Tournament. For one point each, name the three other countries that have won the U.S. World... Uh, Sorry, wow, I can't speak. (laughs) Name the three other countries other than the United States that have won a Women's World Cup since 1991. Oh. Uh, Okay. Pierce, I will take some heat off you and go first because... I think I think I saw graphic about this. Um I I have the three I'm I have the I have the three I'm going to answer, even if they are wrong. Yeah. I was filibustering a little bit. Um I I, I believe the answer is Japan, Norway, and Germany. Uh, okay, we're going to have no overlap, but I'm sticking to what I thought, which was China, France, and Brazil. All right. That is a, a, a big sweep for Sean. Sean got it. Oh. so I got all three? Yeah. yeah. Japan, Hell yeah. Norway, and Germany. So 1995, okay. Norway won. Uh, 2003 and 2007, Germany won. And in 2011, Japan won. So... Germany has, uh, the United States has won four times, Germany has won twice, and then Norway and Japan have each won once. So, um, yeah. You gonna stay up late to watch the, the game to tonight, Max? The U.S. women play Portugal at 3 a.m. Eastern. So, uh, midnight for so you. Midnight at midnight? Time. Oh. That's actually fairly reasonable Maybe. for you. Yeah. I will see if the Bridget wants to do that. But I'd be down. We watched the last game at a sports bar and, and it was hard to watch. So Yeah, it was go. tense. Alright, so it's sweep for Sean. He just uh Hell yeah. I guess you read about that recently, but I'm impressed. Um I, oh you know what it was? I was playing FIFA and they added like a women's world cup mode. And so I was just sort of poking around in there and you could actually like arrow through all of the teams and it would show you like their best result. Oh, well, there you so. go. Hey. We'll see who uh, takes the ninth. All right. That's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com or subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening. Bye.